Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. In the spirit of the most spooky and spiritual time of year, I've got celebrity psychic Laura Powers back on the show with her tips for manifesting more money, true love, and better health. And stay tuned for part two of this episode where I get a psychic reading and Laura speaks to my mom and my dog. Hi, Lily. But first, Food Heals Nation, I haven't done an episode of Ask Allie lately, and your questions have been coming in. So first up, I'm going to answer a listener question that I think so many of us can relate to, and then we'll get to our interview with Laura. This is from Chelsea, who slid into my DMs on Instagram at Allison Melody TV. if you have questions. Chelsea says, 
Breast cancer runs in my family, and my sister and I are on a mission never to get it, and we know you are too. Yes, yes I am, Chelsea. Our mom has had it twice. Thank God she's beat it twice, but our aunt did die from it about six years ago. I'm really sorry to hear that, Chelsea. My heart goes out to you. She continues, we believe eating plant-based is best, and it's really been great doing it together and encouraging each other. However, two things. One is that our mom does not understand why we are doing this diet, so I would love to ask for any advice and resources on how to help her understand. And two, there is one disagreement we can't seem to get past. I think this is the sister and she. I am of the belief that soy is a great protein substitution and I eat it frequently, whether it be in the form of tofu, edamame, or the milk in my latte. My sister will not touch soy and says that it will increase our risk of breast cancer. Who is right? (laughs) All right. This is a great question, Chelsea, and I bet a lot of people probably are like, huh, I'm not sure about that. So first of all, way to go having your sister. You guys are together on this plant-based mission. Congratulations. I'm so glad you have each other. Uh, There's a few things I want to address here. So first of all, yes, I understand that quote unquote, it runs in your family. And I'm so sorry about your sister. But remember, genes load the gun and lifestyle pulls the trigger. So sure, our genetics may predispose us to certain diseases, but it is our lifestyle that determines whether or not those genetics are expressed or activated. So you're already on the right path. Cheers to you. And yes, I'm in total agreement with you that the plant-based diet is the most anti-cancer diet in existence. And so you ask for resources to back that up. So I would look into the work and send this to your mother, the work of Dean Ornish and also the work of Dr. Michael Greger. So Dean Ornish started to look into what happens if cancer is put on a plant-based diet. So Ornish and his colleagues found that the progression of early stage prostate cancer could be reversed with a plant-based diet and other lifestyle behaviors. So this was the beginning of the study. If the blood of those eating the SAD, standard American diet, is dripped into cancer cells, growing in a Petri dish, cancer growth, so the growth of those cancer cells, is cut down by 9%. But if they followed a plant-based diet for one year, their blood could slash cancer growth by 70%. So the blood circulating throughout the bodies of those eating a plant-powered, plant-based diet had nearly eight times the stopping power when it came to suppressing cancer cell growth. So that was for the cell growth of prostate cancer, which is the leading cancer specific to men. But in young women, breast cancer is the top cancer killer. So researchers wanted to repeat the study with women using breast cancer cells, but they didn't want to wait a whole year to get the results because women are dying now. So they're like, all right, let's see what a plant-based diet can do just after two weeks against three different kinds of human breast cancer. So you can see the results on nutritionfacts.org. Watch Michael Greger's video, How Not to Die from Cancer. And you'll see that the study showed cancer growth started out at 100%, but then dropped after the people ate a plant-based diet for only 14 days. A layer of breast cancer cells was laid down into a Petri dish. The blood of the women eating pretty poor diets still had some ability to break down cancer because that's what our body does. But then after just two weeks of eating more healthily, eating that plant-based diet, blood was drawn from those very same women. So effectively, they acted as their own controls, right? If you're talking about a scientific experiment, 
The blood was dripped onto new breast cancer cells and only a few individual cancer cells remained. So what does that mean? Their bodies healed. Their bodies cleaned up. After only 14 days on a plant-based diet, their bloodstream became much more hostile to cancer and cancer cells. So watch the video at nutritionfacts.org and you'll learn, yes, slowing down the growth of cancer cells is great, which is what people do when they're eating the standard American diet, but getting rid of them altogether is of course even better, which is cell apoptosis, that is programmed cell death. So after eating a plant-based diet, the women's own bodies were able to reprogram the cancer cells, basically forcing them into early retirement. And so why is the plant-based diet so effective? It's because animal proteins like meat, egg whites, dairy, actually increase the level of insulin-like growth factor, which is IGF-1, which is a cancer-promoting growth hormone involved in the acquisition or progress of malignant tumors. So in terms of resources, what I would recommend is to Google the work of Dr. Dean Ornish and the work of Dr. Michael Greger. Find the video at nutritionfacts.org by searching in this, typing into the search bar, how not to die from cancer. Start there and then, you know, it, you'll just get into so much great research. And what Michael Greger does is he takes the research and he interprets it for us so that we don't have to read the research if we're not scientists and we can't understand it. He, he tells us exactly what everything means and how they did it. So that is a great place to start. Now to part two of your question. Oh my gosh, this one was such a myth for me that I bought into for a long time because I believe that because, you know, it's like 95 or 99% of soy is genetically modified and I don't want to put GMOs in my body, in my temple, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, soy is bad. No girls, soy is not bad. And I'm going to have Dr. Neil Barnard break this down for us because I remember having this conversation on our first ever episode. We've had Dr. Neil Barnard on multiple times now, but on our first episode that we did with Dr. Neil Barnard, he broke this down for it and it blew my mind and it made so much sense. So I'm going to let him take over. Let's take a listen. In recent years, you've seen more almond milk and hemp milk and oat milk and so forth, but I think soy milk is starting to retreat a little bit. And, and I think that's a mistake. And I want to stick up for my friend, the soybean for a minute here. Let me be clear. I don't have any economic relationship with the soybean industry and you don't have to have soy. It's totally optional. However, here's what I think is happening. People have suggested that soy will, that it has hormones that will give you cancer. You'll read this on the internet or is that soy has hormones that will cause a man to become effeminate or give him man boobs. I mean, you'll, you'll read these things on the internet and it's not as if we haven't had enough time to check these things out. So if you don't mind, can I cheerlead for my friend the soybean for a minute? Sure. I believe it was in the 1930s that researchers discovered that soybeans contain isoflavones. And the isoflavones do have a structure that's a little bit similar to testosterone or estrogen or, or other sex hormones. And so people started to study, do they have hormonal effects and whatever. However, what we have found is number one, for men who consume soy products, whether it's tofu or tempeh or soy milk or miso or anything, they don't become effeminate and it doesn't affect their fertility in any negative way at all. And if any, if somebody is not sure about that, go to a soy consuming country like China or Japan, and you will be impressed that they are not having any problem with fertility. Number two, with regard to breast cancer, some people used to, to speculate that uh, there are estrogens in soy that could cause breast cancer. The truth is exactly the opposite, that when you look at women who consume the most soy products, and again, I'm talking about just soy milk or 
TOFU or whatever, they have roughly 30% less breast cancer risk compared to women who don't consume soy. So that soy products reduce your risk of breast cancer by roughly 30%. Wait, okay. Did everybody just hear what he Yeah, I feel like you just busted a lot of myths. So I think it's really important to reiterate that, yes, soy does not do your body bad. You know, I appreciate this, Dr. Barnard. It's totally optional. You You don't have to have it, but... It's very, very versatile. It's always healthier than what it replaces. So if you're having yogurt, dairy yogurt, and you go to soy yogurt, that's better. I mean, your skin will probably clear up and your digestion will be better and, and your cancer risk diminishes. Soy is very versatile. You can make yogurt, you can make milk, you can make cheese. One day they'll, they'll make snow tires out of it probably. You know, they make all kinds of stuff. You don't need to, but you don't have to have it, but it's fine. One last thing about soy though. Some well-meaning but ill-informed oncologists will tell a cancer patient, you've been diagnosed with breast cancer, you shouldn't have soy because soy has estrogens that will cause your cancer to progress. And you hear this from women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer. It's not as if we haven't had time to study that. And there have now been five different studies. And you put them together, and women who have had breast cancer diagnosed in the past, those who consume the most soy have, again, roughly a 30% reduction in their cancer mortality compared to women who avoid soy. So let me, be, let me be clear. Soy products reduce the risk of dying of your cancer by about 30%. They reduce the risk of getting cancer in the first place by about 30%. I've been speaking of breast cancer. The same is also seems to be true for prostate cancer in men, although we don't have quite as much data. So soy doesn't give you cancer. It, it helps prevent it. So you don't have to have it. But when I go in the grocery store and I see it's all almond milk and stuff, I mean, that's great. I love almond milk. But there's nothing wrong with soy milk, and it's perfectly fine. And it's the one that's approved for use in schools. And kids are much better off with soy milk than they are with cow's milk. Mm -hmm. And one stat that I've bought into, so correct me if I am wrong, but it was something like 95% of the U.S. soy was genetically modified. And so that was a reason to avoid soy. What would you say to that? Okay, that's definitely not a reason to avoid soy, but that is a reason to avoid a pork chop. Here's what I mean. When I go home to Fargo, all around the town, there are genetically modified corn crops and genetically modified soy. They're beautiful. They go acre after acre. They're all genetically identical. They're gorgeous. But all of that is animal feed. That's going for chickens. It's going to cows. And it's going to pigs. When you go to the store and you pick up some tofu or some soy milk and it says organic on the label, by law, it cannot be GMO. There is no genetically modified anything in any organic soy product that you ever got. And that's what you're picking up. So on the other hand, the person who has to worry is the person who's going to Popeye's chicken or KFC or any other place and they're ordering a chicken sandwich. Well, you know, where do you think, what do you think that chicken has been eating? Or if you're having a burger or if you're having pork chops, those animals for the most part are eating genetically engineered feed grains, including genetically engineered soy. So the genetically engineered soy is mostly just feed crops. All right, so that was a clip from episode 234 of Food Heals, co-hosted by my good friend Leslie Durso. Go back and listen to the full episode for lots more with Leslie and Dr. Barnard. So I hope that helped answer your question today, Chelsea, and feel free to follow up with me if you have any more questions. And I'm sending all of my love to your mother, your sister, your entire family. And I know that this does not have to be your future just because it, quote unquote, runs in your family. 
I truly believe that you can prevent this, and that's why I do this show. So thank you, Chelsea. Next up, I'm talking to Laura Power. She's an actress, model, producer, host, writer, psychic, singer, and speaker. And Laura does host several podcasts, but this episode today is also going to be rebroadcast on the Healing Powers podcast. So check that out. All right, let's dive right in. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Laura Powers. Laura, are you going to co-host today? I think this is my show, too. Oh, is it? (laughs) Wait, what's your show called? Healing Powers Podcast, and I love co-hosting with you. (laughs) Interesting that we both have the word heal in our shows. I know. That's why we're such good friends and collaborators. (laughs) We have so much in common. It's crazy. So, of course, we both have the same name in our show. And I remember when you came up to me when we first met, it was at Sundance. What year was that? That was, was it 2019? I think it was 2019. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I'm a podcast host too. And my show is called Healing Powers. And I was like, whoa, what are the odds of like meeting someone in Utah in the middle of a film fest that's just like does something very similar to what you do? I just feel like it's not, I guess people could be like, it's not that rare, but I thought it was pretty cool. No, it's definitely not like super common. And yeah. I, I remember when we met and I was like, we're going to be really good friends. <laughs> I psychically felt that and then we totally did and we went to Cannes and we did all these red carpet things and it's been so fun ever since. <laughs> yeah, well, you used to come visit me in LA all the time when I had my mm-hmm. guest house. I felt like there was a few months there where we were, we were kind of like roomies for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I did feel like that. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And now you're here in Nashville. Yay, which I love Nashville. It's been a long time since I've been here and yeah, it's been so fun to come hang out with you. Yeah, we've been having a good time. We went to some fun restaurants and bars and just walking around the music scene heard a lot of live music did a little bit of singing last night which was fun totally there's a little shopping (laughs) yeah well I still there's still a few places because a bunch of the shops I was going to take you to close at five so maybe tomorrow we'll get some of that in before okay before the airport if not then I'll just come back and we'll do a lot more shopping (laughs) okay then I won't take you because then you'll have to come back (laughs) but you did get a cute cowgirl hat I did it was so cute and that's literally like what I wanted the most was a black cowgirl hot yes now I have it (laughs) yes all right well I know this is your show too but I'm gonna start out asking the first question if you don't mind great I love it okay and so one thing that I love and admire about you and that you teach to people and you're very good at is kind of manifesting the life that you desire going after what you want without the shame the guilt the the pressure the things that hold us back why do you think that Sometimes going after what you want, living a life like without the pressure of society, living the life that you want without guilt. Why is that so hard for us as women sometimes? Yeah, this is something I'm so passionate about lately. And I think there's a lot of pressure to conform. And right now we're living in a really masculine and I would say toxic masculine paradigm in our society. So for, you know, the last several millennia, it's been a very hierarchical masculine society where it's all about logic and kind of action and effort Mm -hmm. and divine feminine energy is about intuition and receiving Mm. and ease and flow. And in order to gain success in this masculine paradigm, women have really had to be in their masculine energy. Yeah. And so it's like, as women, I think most, most of us don't even know 
how not to be in that masculine energy because it's so ingrained. And I think so much of the feminine has actually been labeled as bad or negative actually. Yeah. And, and lazy or like just somehow undesirable. Yeah. And can I just interrupt and say Mm -hmm. one thing really quick? I want to make sure for all my guys listening, we're not saying calling out toxic men or saying men are toxic in any way. I think a lot of people hear the term that you just said, toxic uh, masculinity, and it can be a trigger for people to be like, oh my God, you're going to bash on men. And that is not what this is at all. So I just want to say that, preface that. Absolutely. I love men. I love positive, empowered men and masculine energy. Uh, yeah, there's no man hate. Yeah, so I just <laughs> want to point that here. out because it's such a buzzword. Um, I just wanted people to and, know like we're not being like, you know. Yeah, and also that we all have masculine and feminine energies within us. Right. Uh, in fact, I think I actually have a lot of masculine energy. Yeah. And I've had a lot of past lives as a man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I do operate from that masculine energy Um, you know, more naturally in some ways than the feminine. So Mm -hmm. I think in this lifetime, it's been set up for me to be more, to be literally female and to be psychic and intuitive to kind of learn more how to be in that energy. So yeah, this is not about, you know, men are bad and, uh, you know, or men are good or women are good. It's nothing like that. It's more about just recognizing these empowered versus disempowered masculine and feminine energies. So empowered masculine energy is assertive, aware, you know, has strong boundaries, confidence, decisive, focused, um, present, protective, secure, stable. I mean, there's more, but those are some examples. And then disempowered. This is where I think we really need to just recognize is abusive, afraid of failure, um, aggressive, feeling reactive, controlling, demanding, uh, extremely critical, um, forceful, insecure, needs to be right, needy, overthinking, overly competitive, putting others down uh, and stuck in your mind like the logical mind. And so I just think it's important to recognize this um, when we are operating out of that masculine part. And and, um, even if we're a man or we're a woman with a lot of masculine energy, you know, we're all about balance, right? And if if you're too much in one, then you're not able to fully receive, you know, the sort of beauty of everything that we're creating. So I think right now we're, we're switching into trying to move into more feminine paradigm in the world. And if you are not in in that feminine aspect at all, it will be difficult for you to receive, for example. Mm-hmm. And I think many women right now are having to kind of relearn or learn at all how to to be in that feminine energy and receive. And also part of that is not having to work so hard and all the time for everything. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Um, for a lot of our entrepreneurial friends and, you know, the people that we go to conferences with is like everyone is in the hustle. Yes. Hustle is such a hustle culture is such a thing. <laughs> hustle, hustle culture to me is, is absolutely that, um, to me, disempowered masculine. Mm. And I think when you are fully aligned in your energy, um, yes, there is action to be clear. I'm not saying, uh, you know, you just sit at home and meditate all day yeah. and that's all you do, or you just Netflix or whatever. But that it's aligned action and not just like action for action's sake to cross something exactly off the to-do list. busy work or like yeah. that you have to do all the time in yeah. order to have results. Right. In order to say, oh, I'm worth it because I spent this much time doing this much of work. Yeah. So it's interesting because as I've gotten more successful and kind of farther along my spiritual path, I actually work less and have better results. And I remember when I was first doing a 
uh, reading about this kind of topic years ago. This is when I was in West Hollywood and I was doing a channeling session for a client. And basically the message from the angels was like, you guys have it backwards. You should like work two days a week and have five days off. (laughs) And so that's not to say it has to be two days and five days, but the, basically the, the amount of time that we have in our lives and energy that we spend working versus kind of taking care of ourselves and enjoying life is kind of opposite of what it should be. So what I have found recently is that about two hours of work a day Mm -hmm. is about right. And I know that for a lot of people, that sounds like not very much, but you know, one of the things that forces you to do is prioritize the things that are important. Um, and then also just, gosh, we are so important. Taking care of our health is so important. Yeah. If you're working, you know, so many hours a day, that's absolutely going to fall through the cracks and you're also not going to have time for your loved ones or your passions or the things that you really care about. Yeah. So the nine to five 40 hour work week was invented by Henry Ford in 1926 And it was for assembly line workers, right? And we have evolved so far past that. And I don't know why it is still a thing. And most people work more than the nine to five, you know? It's true. I mean, for many years, I was working 60 hours a week. Yeah. And going to school full time or something crazy like that. Right. You're in school full time. You're working full time. The boss expects you to stay way later or you're building your own business and you have to work 90 hours a week or you're in law school, you know, attorneys and doctors and all of these high profile jobs are working over time and it's just not worth it it's just not god when i was in the film industry as an intern our minimum days were 12 hour days and they would work 14 16 hour days and then wake up and do it again the next day and it is just not something that i find sustainable in my life so how do we like how do we okay first take away the judgment and belief about it and then second do it and create it for ourselves Yeah. First of all, I think it's definitely a process. Like I got that channeled message, um, and it resonated for me. Like I remember when I heard it and received it from the angels and I was like, that's so true. Like it felt right and resonant to me. And it still took several years for me to get to a point where I was flip-flopping what I was doing and not just like working all the time. Um, so just first of all, just give yourself some time to kind of process that and accept that. And even just brainstorm, like what could I do in my life differently to make this happen. You know, maybe it means not having a job. Maybe it means starting your own company. Maybe it means raising your rates or, you know, a chart, you know, asking for a raise if you do have a job and switching to part-time, you know, so that you make the same amount of money for the less. There's so many different ways you can do it. The first thing is just kind of accepting it as a new paradigm for yourself. And I believe that once we do that, it opens up the possibilities because I believe our beliefs really basically act like a funnel for opportunities and things to come into our lives. Yes. So if we change our belief, then it opens up the possibilities for us. And then just ask the angels or, you know, whatever your belief system is, you know, your ancestors, you know, your nature spirits, whatever, ask them to help you with new opportunities, reframing, changing your beliefs, and then bringing in opportunities that will be in alignment with what you want to create. Yeah. And I think in, uh, it can be hard or challenging if you grew up with the belief that you trade time for money. And so working two hours a day might be like, well, I can't work making X amount of money for two hours a day and survive. So one thing that I find interesting is the average millionaire has seven streams of income. That's literally according to the IRS. So what other income streams can you create for yourself on the side where you then can create a life where you only work two hours a day? Are you creative? Can you make things to sell on Etsy, right? 
right? Like, can you start a podcast like Laura and I and get sponsors? You know, can you book clients in a way and teach people? Can you create an online course? Like, there's so many opportunities now, and that's where you get to get to play and explore. And as you figure it out, you can figure out, okay, maybe I need to work a little more to create this. But once I create that thing, then I work on that part of my business a few hours a week and it creates this income. And then I work on this business a few hours, you know, and that creates this income. And so then you're creating time and time. What is time? It's freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a process. And I, I, I cite that statistics about millionaires as well, because it's so valid. And I remember when I was really starting to focus on wealth and learning how to accumulate wealth and just how to have better financial mindset and habits. And I come from a very poor family background. So like I had a lot of unlearning (laughs) of of patterns. Um, And, you know, the not trading time for money thing is huge. Like most people have one job uh, or maybe a couple, but like it's, it's the money is coming from one source and it's kind of like external from you. Yeah. So I think first of all, just, yeah, expanding your, your opportunities for income is really important. And thinking of, you know, what are the assets that you do have, whether it's knowledge, whether it's, um, literally an asset, you know, a car, a spare room, whatever, there's so many different ways you can do it. And once you start to think creatively about different options, I think it just kind of expands from there. So now I'm at a point where I literally like every day I I typically have some kind of money coming in, right? Whether it's from a sponsorship, you know, whether it's from a a client, like book royalties, affiliates, product, yeah, whatever. Um, so just, it and also it can take a little bit of time. It doesn't have to take a long time, but just a little bit of time to brainstorm and start to create stuff and put it out there. Um, but just start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And in terms of manifesting, you have been manifesting a lot of love into your light life lately that we've been talking about over these past few days that you've been visiting. So if someone is looking for maybe, um, you know, I know that there's so much more to it than one, two, three, and then you have the love of your life, but where could someone start if they're like, all right, I am ready to manifest the love of my life or to manifest more love into my life. Where would they start? Yeah, I think boundaries and then better understanding that sort of masculine, feminine energy paradigm is really important. So if you go to my uh, Facebook Healing Powers page, I have shared the uh, handouts that I made for my Woo Woo Mastermind where we were just talking a lot about this of the masculine is that and what feminine. It's called? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My it's a most ten- people are like, my mastermind is not Woo Woo. You're like, this is the Woo Woo one. Okay, <laughs> this is where we go all in the Woo. I just decided to kind of accept it as a, like an empowered own it, yeah. own it. Yeah. So it's a 10 month program. And so on the healing powers page, um, which is a public page shared the masculine, um, and feminine sort of empowered and disempowered sort of characteristics. Yeah. So I think understanding that is really helpful. Um, and especially for women to recognize where they might be in their toxic masculine energy or accepting toxic masculine energy from people in their life yeah, or toxic feminine, either one, when you're receiving unhealthy energy and you're not boundaried because both empowered masculine and empowered feminine have strong boundaries. Mm-hmm. It, it may manifest in different ways. So that's the one thing is, is having boundaries. Um, and then really getting clear on what you want and just not accepting anything that's not that I firmly believe and I I experience this over and over again that we receive what we accept right not necessarily what we want because we tend to think like I don't want that why am I getting it it's like well on some level there's some 
frequency and some allowing of something and that's coming in and it's when sometimes you have to say no for a little while to something before it stops showing up so mm-hmm. say no and kind of like you know stop allowing something and then you know might still show up for a little while um i think we've talked about the netflix queue idea right yeah but remind us so I got this message from the angels that our minds, our lives and our energy fields are very much like Netflix. And there's this kind of like universal algorithm (laughs) that whatever you kind of watch on Netflix, then there's an algorithm and it sends you more things in your queue that are like that. that. So the universe is like that, but for our lives. So think about what are you giving attention to? What are you interacting with? And that is basically programming the universal algorithm for what's going to be sent your way again. So imagine if you just like watched a bunch of horror slasher movies and no judgment of that. Maybe you love those. That's great. I'm just saying. And then suddenly you're like, I want to watch comedy, romantic comedy. You're going to get the horror slasher films for a while in your Netflix because you watched them for a long time. Yes, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So just to be cognizant of that and think in my, you know, where in my life am I allowing and accepting things that aren't fully what I want? And also if you allow something and accept something in one life area, it can impact another life area. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you get your tacos and they left the cheese on and you don't send them back. You're telling the universe, oh, well, I accept less than what I want or something. You know? Yeah. That happened the other day. I was like, Allie, ask for no cheese. You order no cheese. They send them with cheese. <laughs> Wait, that happened? I thought yeah. I just made that up. No, that happened that at the happen. taco place. That's yeah. why I said that. I forgot. It's <laughs> amazing. I love it. Yeah. So just to think of this as like this conscious process um, that you're going through in it. And it goes all the way to also belongings or friendships. Um, you know, when I started my business and I, I think I accepted treatment from, you know, clients or people and also friends in my circle that now I'm like, oh my God, I would never put up with some of the things that happen, like people yeah. that were rude or, you know, just unappreciative. And it's like, y- there's no one else but you who's going to create that yeah. sort of parameter, the parameters for how people can connect with you. And I am so grateful now because I have the most loving and amazing, you know, clients and friends. And, yeah. and I feel like, it's a mutual love and respect. Yes. And so I'm so grateful to have been able to create that. Yeah. And one thing that I really have recognized in myself is that very often in the past, there have been people that came into my life and I somehow displeased them. And instead of going, it's a reflection of who they are, not who I am, I go, oh, well, let me please them. And then I'm trying to prove to them I'm not what they think I am. And that is a complete waste of my time and energy. Instead, I just need to let them go. Let them believe what they need to believe for whatever reason. I'm not here to convince anyone of anything. I'm here to be who I am, give my gifts to the world and those who are there to receive it and be reciprocal with their gifts. We can have great relationships and everyone else, goodbye. You know? Absolutely. I think it's part of this, um, you know, kind of unhealthy, unhealthy balance in the masculine and the feminine. And... And also it can be a reflection of trauma when you've had some kind of trauma um, that we try to tend to be people pleasers. Yeah. And yeah, rather than thinking, okay, how can I please this person? Thinking, first of all, why are they not happy with me? Um, and that this is more of a reflection on them than of you. And I'm not talking about if, if like, if you're abusing a person and they're, they're unhappy, yeah. <laughs> that's a totally, but this is not what happened. Most women are going overboard and that's one of the things I've been experiencing as I learn more about this is like, there are some amazing men 
that instead of being critical, because criticism is kind of like the disempowered masculine. Okay. Yeah. Are loving and nurturing and supportive. Yeah. And they want to provide and take care of and, you know, boost up and encourage instead of tearing down. Yeah. So recognizing when we're in that people pleasing state. And then if, even if you're having a hard time having boundaries with someone uh, where you're in that paradigm, just at the very least asking your angels and spirit guides, ancestors, et cetera, to help you with putting up those boundaries and recognizing it when it's happening. And also I'm a huge believer in getting a like empowered circle, you know, get in a group, get mentors to help you normalize healthy boundaries. Yeah, because a lot of times you don't even know what that is or what that looks like. And sometimes you can see other people do it and you're like, oh, maybe there it comes off at first before you set boundaries as a little harsh or a little bit, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not there. But then once you get there, you're like, oh no, this is the most freedom. This is where this is where the jam is. Like <laughs> this is where where it's at. And one of the things I saw recently, which was like, oh yes was this, it's basically this uh, quote or idea that do not ask for advice or take advice from someone who is not where you want to be in that particular life area. hundred percent. Why would you ever? Yeah, but it's so common. Or <laughs> yeah. people ask their girlfriends who are not in healthy love relationships or whatever about right. love, you know, or, yeah. they, or they just automatically give yeah. their two cents or whatever. So just constantly checking in, okay, am I getting financial advice from someone who's not financially successful? Um, and this happens a lot with your parents or your family, you know, automatically that's your circle, right? Yeah. And you know, sometimes they mean well, but they don't necessarily know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So just finding those people and getting in the room with people that have healthy love boundaries that are financially secure and building well, you know, whatever, whatever area it is. is, Yeah. Yeah. Just to surround yourself um, with those who are modeling what you want to create. All right. We interrupt this absolutely fascinating episode of Food Heals for a quick word from our sponsors, but actually a quick word from our friend, Laura Powers. Laura, cheers. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we drinking today? We are drinking Glow. Uh, It's Organifi. Organifi Glow, baby. (laughs) Okay. So this is our first time trying it. So give us your honest opinion. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Organifi Glow is a delicious raspberry lemonade blend that leaves you feeling radiant and beautiful. Yeah, it has a nice flavor. It's very natural and refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a great way for like kids to get their nutrition in because it tastes so fresh and delicious like a lemonade. And I think it's really easy to get your nutrients in when it tastes this good. So here's my question for you. We know it's like a lemonade, but what berry would you attribute I would say maybe raspberry. Okay, you're right. I always say it's <laughs> strawberry lemonade, but it is a raspberry lemonade. So that I guess is... I have a, an accurate palate. <laughs> <laughs> More accurate than mine, maybe. So it is a delicious raspberry. Oh, I already read that part. So Laura, the glow supports natural collagen production and skin elasticity. Do you love it? I do. That's <laughs> always a good thing, especially since we're both on camera so much. It's so important, but also just for health in general. Yeah. And like, I like, I like my beauty from the outside, but I like doing my beauty from the inside out. Yeah. I mean, because I think so many of the things that we think of as, uh, being attributes of beauty are actually of health. Yes, exactly. Like, healthy looks beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's such a good point. 
All right, let's try the next one. So the next one I had to make special for Laura because Food Heals Nation knows that I make my harmony and my gold with my plant-based milk. But Laura could not have my oat milk, so we made it with water. And so I was like, I don't like it with water. But then I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. So if you can't have milk and you need water, this is going to be your recipe. So Laura, let's have you give harmony a taste. Yeah, I think it's good. It's it's chocolatey and kind of earthy. And it kind of tastes like, yeah, if you make hot chocolate, but yeah. without the milk. Yeah, so I made this one for you cold, but you can make it hot and make it a nice hot chocolate. It's good to have before bed. But this one you can have anytime. The gold is the one I'll have before bed. But this one is actually great for female health. It helps with the symptoms of PMS, and it supports healthy hormones and gives you energy. So I love it because, like you said, it tastes like a hot chocolate, a chocolate milk, if you will. And I think it tastes very, like, cinnamony or earthy. You said yeah, earthy, right? Yeah, earthy, yeah. It has a nice kind of full flavor. And just to be clear, like, I think you could, it would be great with... Well, if you have regular milk, if you can have that, or like I drink almond milk, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. I just, just didn't, we didn't have today. any. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, girl. I should plan ahead next time. Next time I no, know it's you're coming, okay. I'll make sure I have my almond, which sometimes I do buy almond today. I had the oat. Um, so this is made out of maca, chastity tree, berry, and shada vari, among other decadent ingredients. It's just full of really nice adaptogens. We know what adaptogens do for the body. They help support with whatever your body needs. Your body is very adaptable. So the adaptogens are going to adapt to what does your body need more of and where can I put this great nutrition in the body that's craving it? I love it. Yeah. Big fan of adaptogens and just supporting your body's you know, processes. Yeah. And natural immunity. Mm-hmm. So head on over to organifyshop.com slash food heals. Use the coupon code food heals. You'll save 20% off your order. Thanks for tasting these today, Laura. You Cheers. are so welcome. Cheers. Okay. So step one to manifesting love is healthy boundaries. What is step two? I do think that it's a combination of action steps. Um, kind of open and receiving like opening and maybe receiving being open to receiving to receive, as yeah. is yeah involves some kind of action step and that action step could be just even energetically being like okay I'm ready yeah right or it could be maybe going on a dating app or yeah. standing up for you know speed dating or taking a class or whatever that is yeah. um, and just putting yourself out there and the other thing I'm getting to say is I think there's a tendency in the woo-woo community or, you know, spiritual uh, community, as well as just in society as a whole, to just give up way too soon. Like, oh, I tried it. I didn't manifest it. It must be not aligned or it's not meant to be. Or or this doesn't work. Or this doesn't work. That's mine. (laughs) Yeah. It's very common and it's human and I completely understand. And I have to catch myself with this as well. But the truth is sometimes it takes a while to learn something new. So um, Mel Robbins, have you followed Mel Robbins before? A little bit, yeah. She's great. I love her. But she, she cited a statistic, and it's something that I often cite the idea, but she actually cited the statistics, which is that when a child is learning to walk like a toddler, uh, they fall on average 17 and a half times a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like, oh, well, I guess I'm not meant to walk. Yeah, I'll never walk again. I'll just crawl for my whole life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but as adults, we tend to kind of just give up way too easily. Yeah. So in love, in our career goals, our passions, creative, you know, whatever, um, just keep going. Yeah. And instead of getting hard on yourself, if, if you have something that doesn't turn out how you want, or you're not receiving what you want, just keep trying and just keep 
trying a different way or slightly tweaking and, you know, just don't give up on that determination because I truly believe that those who ultimately are the most successful and whatever they want to bring in are just not stopping. Exactly. And like, um, to your point about the baby crawling, it's like, I remember the Thomas Edison quote, and I'm going to misquote it, but you'll get the idea is before, you know, he invented a light bulb. He's like, there are no failures. I didn't fail. I just found a hundred ways or a thousand ways. It didn't work until I found the way that it did. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, if we can just keep reminding ourselves that, and I just think the learning to, to walk thing is so relevant because that most of us <laughs> probably listening or participating in the podcast somehow have, you know, we've learned to walk through that yeah. process, which involves a lot of failure in the journey. But yeah. that doesn't mean that it's actually failure. It's just literally the process yes. you take to get to your goal, which is learning to walk. And that basically that applies to anything that you want to do. And I'll get just give a real life example for myself where earlier this year, it's like I've, I've definitely felt to do television and I just basically was like, I'm just going to really go for it. Um, and I made the commitment myself to apply or do a pitch to like one TV show thing a day. And to be clear, this is not a long involved thing. Sometimes it's literally just sending a quick email or yeah. posting a video or something. So I'm not, I'm not talking about like hustle, but it was just like, I'm really just going to really commit to really giving this a shot. Yeah. And it was shocking how quickly things started to shift for me. That's great. Um, so I've had several paid television appearances. I have things coming in the works. I've had several um, television appearances in Las Vegas. And one of the things that happened too was when you just keep going and you keep trying is that suddenly each one wasn't so important. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's so true. Because if you put all your eggs in one basket, and you're like, oh, I didn't get that. Then you're like, oh. So that's the same. And the same principle. There's 20 more of those like, opportunities. If you're like, if be. you only go on one date and it's terrible. Right, yeah. That's yeah. going to feel pretty bad. Well, life is a numbers game, let's be honest. Right, like, right. Know? Versus if you go on 10, like one out of 10, you know, yeah. suddenly or 100, it's like, each one is not so weighted. Right. And so the same thing was with television where I, what I realized is that, yeah, I still cared about each of those opportunities, but it wasn't psychologically putting so much onus mm -hmm. on each one. So I think that's the other thing is just sometimes it is a numbers game and that's not about hustling. It's a very different thing than hustling, but it's just like really making sure that you're, you're being consistent and you're continuing to try. Like you're not falling down like a little toddler and being like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm done. No more. <laughs> and you can cry along the way. Okay. Yes. There's, no, there's no shame in that cry. Let totally. it out. Be yeah. disappointed and then get up and do it again. You know? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's totally normal to have human response to frustration and like things not moving as fast as you want sometimes, but still keep moving. Yeah. And I like the idea of like, okay, one step could be you want to manifest love, get on a dating app. It doesn't mean you're going to meet that person on that app. What it means is you're telling yourself the universe, you're making a commitment. I am open to love. And that step could mean then you meet them in the coffee shop. You could have seen the same person in the coffee shop, but you weren't open. Your energy was closed. And so they're not going to talk to you. You're not going to talk to them. Or you're going to go, you know, like in a sweatshirt looking like trash. So you're, this is me, by the way. And I'm like, I'm too, I'm not cute enough to talk to <laughs> By the to way, anyone. I don't think you ever look like trash. I just <laughs> want to say. <laughs> well, you haven't seen me on a, a morning grocery store run without my makeup <laughs> but uh you know what I mean you're gonna put the effort in and all areas of your life when you take one step right yeah it's I think so much of this with manifesting and bringing your dreams is also like energetically committing to yourself and I swear the universe responds like yeah when we 
when we put in our energy and show that we're really committed to something, sometimes the opportunities that come in are not necessarily from our direct action. It's more like the universe is like, oh, okay, you really want to do this. Yeah. And then the universe reciprocates. Yeah. I think it's, it might be a Gabby Bernstein quote. I can't remember, but someone that, I mean, this has just always been in my head. If you take a step, the universe takes a step in the same direction and conspires to meet you. Yeah. Right. So if you want to make something happen, take those steps emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, all the things like write it down. You know, I love the book, write it down, make it happen, write it down, say a prayer, let it go, take an action step towards it. Don't give up. That's number four. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't give up is I think literally like the most important thing yeah. aside from boundaries. Right. Um, yeah. And it's literally the difference I think between having your dreams met and, and not having your dreams met is like, are you, are you just giving up? And you know, if you're in the hustling energy, I think to that example that you gave, it's like, you're taking all the effort and the universe isn't, you're not allowing the universe to do any. Yeah. And then a lot of people that are into manifesting and like the, the secret or the law of attraction, I think go the other way where they, th- they think it's all internal mm-hmm. and they're expecting the sort of universe to do all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's really when you get in that balance of, you know, aligned action, getting your energy right. Um, also taking some action. Yeah. That, that things really start to manifest in really beautiful ways. I love that. And so here's my question. What do we do when it feels like everything is conspiring to, stop us or things your car breaks down like thing after thing after thing you're like how can I possibly manifest and get to a higher vibration when shit keeps on happening and I know like sometimes we our energy will start that as like a what's I'm trying to think of an I'm looking at a a picture in my head like an avalanche where it just keeps going and going and going so how do we stop that and reframe it so that we can start to create from a place of everything is amazing. Everything is wonderful. Everything is safe. You know, all the things I'm using my own words. Cause like safety is one of my big priorities, but like, how do we get out of that avalanche of shit into, all right, I'm going to vibrate a little higher. I'm going to vibrate a little higher. And then, and then go, okay, now I can invite all these things in. Sure. So I think, uh, sometimes the things that are falling apart are the things that need to fall apart. So actually we level up. It's kind of like the failure thing again. Yeah. And it's also that sometimes when we are literally processing and shifting up in our energy that we'll have like a sort of crap Mm -hmm. day, week, month, maybe year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, It's different. It also depends on the changes that we make, how long sometimes that stuff will last. Um, and I noticed that right, right before I was going to have pretty amazing things happen that I would sometimes have like, I'm like, why am I having such a bad day? And I literally saw it's like all that energy clearing out is purging Mm -hmm. out. Anything that's not aligned with your new higher level of vibration comes up for clearing and releasing. So for example, right before I got invited to be on Will Ferrell's podcast, I just had a really bad day the day Mm -hmm. before. And I was like, what is this? And I literally psychically got the message, something great's coming. And I was like, okay. Um, it's and like th- when you do a juice cleanse and all the toxins have to come out. So you yeah. feel way worse before, or any type of cleanse or any type yeah. of, like, I don't want to say the word diet because I don't want to get into diet culture, but any type of change in your lifestyle or diet where you're trying to be healthier, the toxins come out first. So it gets worse before it gets better. It might, we might perceive it to be that way, even though it's literally something processing out. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, you know, to pay attention to the things that are, sort of falling apart. Sometimes yeah. those things are like, for because a reason. it's for us to release certain things. Maybe we need a new car if the car breaks down. Yeah. Or, you know, 
Um, you know, maybe there's a relationship that's not aligned. There's, you know, it depends on your circumstances. But another great thing that we can do to help things along is declutter. And by declutter, I mean releasing anything that is no longer serving us. Mm -hmm. So that could be physical clutter. It could be relationships that are no longer aligned, beliefs that are not helping or supporting us, you know, groups that are no longer supporting us. So, but the, when we declutter what doesn't serve and nurture and support us or isn't aligned with where we want to go, we make space for what is. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I love that. Um, I want to move on to October unless we have any more. Do we leave? Is there anything else we need to talk about manifesting? I just, we're in this collective time where there's a lot of releasing. There's a lot of, I would say kind of intense, mm, almost like emotional roller coaster kind of energy. So just to be aware that that's there. And if you're empathic, you may just feel really up and down. Um, or if you're doing a lot of processing and that's okay, yeah. like just to give yourself space and allow yourself to feel, um, also practicing all your energy tools, whatever it is that helps you feel better, in a healthy way. Um, I love tapping, you know, self-care, mm-hmm. meditating, just, just might be a good time to do extra. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings me to October, which is a good time to do extra that extra of that because yeah. the veil is a little bit lifted. Talk about that. Yeah. So this is the time of the year when the veil between the living and the, the non-living and the, and the sort of human um, life perspective is the thinnest. So that's why in cultures all over the world, we have, you know, Halloween, All Hallows Day, Dia de los Muertos, you know, like pretty much cultures all over the world honor this time of year for that sort of connection, um, with the unseen and the other side Mm -hmm. and our loved ones. So it's a great time to just have a recognition of that honor our loved ones on the other side and also just have strong boundaries with anything that we don't want to connect with. Right. I know there was a, we were at a cute store and there was a cute little mug with a Ouija board. And I was like, how cute. And you were like, no. And I was like, I don't want to play Ouija board. I'm just saying, so don't play Ouija board people. <laughs> yeah. And I just, let's just say spirit board. Cause this did not be branded. Um, don't play any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is, I think that if you don't know how to use one of those games, you you could let something in mm-hmm. that you don't intend to. Right. And I personally just prefer to just use other means of connecting yeah. with loved ones. Um, I just think that feels more light and in alignment. Um, so yeah, this time of year, it's a great time to honor our loved ones. And if you experience something, you know, maybe see your spirit or, or and sometimes there's, you know, fear that's brought up with these mm-hmm. two because it is the unknown. Just yeah. ask your angels to protect you. And I have been shown this by the angels that those of us who are here in body are the strongest. Wow. Right. So yeah. we tend to fear the unseen, the unknown, but we're physical. We're here. We have claim over our space Mm -hmm. and that we don't need to be in fear. I love that. And I think that is something because it's perpetuated by movies and things like that. So sometimes when I'm alone in my house, I hear a noise. My mind pictures all these horrible things that are in my minds from movies growing up. So I don't watch those movies anymore. I do not watch a horror movie because I don't want that in my brain space for when I am alone and I get scared because I'd rather be empowered when I'm alone. I go, oh, it's just a tree. It's just that. And if it is someone coming in, I'm protected. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Always ask the angels to protect you if you ever are in physical fear. And Archangel Michael is a really powerful protector. Yes. for that. And also, you know, our brains are basically programmed 
to pay attention to fear Mm -hmm. as a protection mechanism. Totally, yeah. So in a way, things that elicit fear are kind of like more weighted for our attention. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to understand that, but that we also can start to consciously reprogram, you know, and shift what we're sort of giving our mental energy to. But it, it can take a little bit of time to do that. Yeah. All right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here with Tina from Just Thrive Health, and I've got a very interesting question for you, Tina. I would love to hear more about the new product, Just Calm, the 1714 strain, and how it helps with de-stress and improving our mood. Yeah, so it's really an exciting new product. It actually helps bring down cortisol levels. There's many studies on this strain that shows that it brings down cortisol levels and it's also helping with brainwave activity. So putting you in that theta, that flow state, which, you know, who wouldn't want that? We know that it's um, the strain reduces um, perceived stress. It improves memory performance. It reduces mental fatigue and it positively supports brainwave activity and even improves the ability to handle like those occasional stresses. So um, it's, it's really exciting and that we're, we're just, so excited to see the results already happening with the product. Well, I'm so excited to add it to my daily routine along with my spore-based Just Thrive probiotics. So everyone, you can go to justthrivehealth.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS15, and you get 15% off your probiotics, anything you need, and of course, the brand new Just Calm product. I can't wait to try it. Thanks, Tina. Thank you, Allison. So you said earlier there are other ways to connect um, with the other side other than boards, spirit boards, whatever you want to call them. And one way to do that is to connect with a spiritual intuitive, a medium, something like that, such as yourself. And the other day, one of the last days of summer, we were sitting by the pool uh, with my friend and she had a tattoo on her um, inner arm and it said Patsy. And you said, what does that mean? She said, oh, that's my mom's name. I said, girl, that's my mom's name too. We had a moment and you've been telling me for a few days now that my mom wants to talk to me. So I'd love to open up the space for that. And you said she wants to do it on the podcast. So cool, mom. Awesome. Let's do it. She wants to have a voice on the show too. She was very vocal. You know, she named me Melody. You know, she was a guitar. She was a singer. She was a speaker. Like she created curriculums and she was, you know, very vocal in her life. We didn't have podcasts back then, but she probably would have been a podcaster in this, you know, in this era. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. As soon as I got here, I felt your mom wanting to communicate. And then it was interesting at the pool because I just saw the tattoo but I couldn't see what it said uh-huh. and then when she said her name and it was like oh it was like that's totally that for it was us, pointed out yeah. and for you guys to have that because her it. mom I had felt, passed too I felt her mom as well yeah. so yeah that was very special Lily wants to talk yeah to her, she's like she? hey and I, I, I I'm reminded she also said she wanted to talk so so we'll talk to, We're to gonna your talk mom to you, Lily. Um, okay. just hold on a little bit okay she literally just yeah. jumped <laughs> up on Laura she and did. is like licking her she's and going like, nuts hey don't forget I do I won't forget I promise oh my god this is so sweet this happened last time with Jackson when we were in the LA studio Jackson was like I want to talk you're like okay I will we'll talk shortly okay Okay. give us a few minutes okay (laughs) so cute all right so connecting and and sorry did your mom go by Pat or Patsy Patsy okay she's just making sure she went by that because so (laughs) her friends called her Patsy adults like 
you know, I don't know, people call her Pat and then her name was Patricia. So, but like her older friends from like New York would call her Patsy. Like, I feel like that was like her younger name and then like more her adult name was Pat. Yes, Lily, we'll get to you. Yeah. So, all right. So angels calling on Patsy and Patsy's angels and guides uh, to protect the space, increase clairvoyance and psychic ability and make sure that whatever comes through is for the highest good. And especially also calling in Archangel Michael, Raphael, Shamuel, Jophiel, Azrael, Metatron, as well as any other angel or guide who is of the light to also protect the space. Thank you. Oh, amazing. Okay. Oh, I feel her. She's so, first of all, she's so beautiful, has such this like gorgeous feminine energy. Um, and I just, it's, she's like a painting when I see her and it's like her hair is kind of flowing and she just looks like beautiful. And I just see her literally sending you like love and hearts, like so much love coming from your mom. Um, so she just loves you so much and she is with you a lot. Like she's showing me that as you walk around, she's literally like next to you behind you. Like she's like step by step. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel that she wants you to know that you are not alone. You know, I, one of my biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's me hard when we, we, you know, have loved ones cross cause we, we don't feel their physical presence yeah. anymore, obviously. And, and sometimes we take that to mean that we literally are alone. They're not with us on an emotional or energetic level. And so she just really wants you to know like how much she is with you and how much she loves and supports you. And I definitely get that. She's sorry that, you know, she left you yeah. early. Like, yeah. you know, she knows how hard that was for you, but she is, she also, she shows me like, you're so strong and she shows me an image of kind of like wonder woman or something like <laughs> that you oh. as this kind of, you know, wonder woman, superhero <laughs> character. Yeah. And she says, you have no idea how strong you are. Oh, yeah. So she just <laughs> wants you to know that and to see, see, like see yourself from her perspective of just, what an incredible, capable, powerful <laughs> woman that you are. Thank you. And, and she's showing me, you can have so much. She's, she's like, it's funny. She's showing me like the world is your oyster. And I know you don't eat oysters, <laughs> but more just yeah, like yeah. that expression of the pearl and like the whole thing, like yeah. that there's literally nothing in the world that you can't have. Um, so Patsy and angels, what will help Allison with connecting with that energy? So I know you and I've been talking a lot about, about boundaries, um, just in the time that we spent the last few days. And, and that's, that's literally the number one thing she says for you is just, um, just really watching like where your energy goes with different people and like who you're allowing in your space. Um, and that you're so empathic and your tendency is to want to like help and heal people. And then what she's communicating, and, and this is something I've been getting from a lot of guides, um, just in general is the most impactful way we can help people is typically through modeling. Yeah, exactly. Like be the change you want to see, be that person, but don't try to change anyone and don't try to help anyone who's not there to receive it. Exactly. That's the biggest life lesson of my life since my father, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what she's showing me is it's like, it's not about you trying to individually help or even teach, you know, it's literally like show them, show them what is possible. Yeah. So um, your mom is showing me how, so many people in your life and circle, um, on an energetic level are draining for you. So you might not have that conscious awareness. And it's, it's like, she's showing me that it's like, (laughs) Lily's still like (laughs) excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
the importance of like raising your bar for your standards of what you're asking for yeah. and what you can receive. Cause there's, she's showing me right now. It's like, there are, there are people in your circle who also give to you, but it's definitely, um, out of balance, like where you give 60% and they yeah. get 40 or something, you know? Yeah. So just re- in some cases it's more certain individuals. It's like a lot higher in terms of you giving. So just really assessing and thinking, you know, do I feel, how do I feel around these people? You know? Um, and also are, uh, this is interesting, but are the people that I'm spending time with, are they like where I want to be? Right. Yeah. And she's really, um, highlighting, she shows me like an image of like, kind of like a mask with two faces or something. So like, like really watching for kind of two facedness or people that have like a really different, like public versus private persona or something. So that's just something to really watch out for in terms of like red flags. Yeah. That's another one of my big life lessons because it's like, the woman who was the first to, I, I always believed in people. I always believed in the good in people. I didn't look for the bad. I've never been that type of person. And then, um, the woman who, you know, was supposedly my family that turned around and stole all the money and left me, you know, with nothing. That was the first time where I experienced people are not who they say they are and people are out to get you. And I decided that would not be my reality. But at the same time, the amount of times I've been taken advantage of because of my openness and kindness and willing to see the best in people is really getting to a point that I've got to like whatever it is I've got to do. And I know it's send it, setting boundaries and I have cut people off. Um, you know, whether a hundred percent or 95% to the degree I can, because they might be in some circles that I have to deal with them in certain respect, right. but I'm getting better and better at that. So I appreciate this feedback and I understand it. Yeah. Great. So that's good. And, and one of the things she's showing me is just really paying attention to how people make you feel, um, or, or I think a better way to say it was just, just literally just paying to how, how, paying attention to how you feel in certain people's presence. Yeah. Do you feel love? Do you feel positive? Also, um, just literally in your body. So a lot of times when you're around someone who's two-faced or, um, some has some kind of toxic elements, they're literally for empaths. And I get that you're very empathic. You literally feel almost like nauseous or just something just doesn't feel or sit right. So paying attention to that. And it's just a matter of like, you know, putting up those boundaries. Um, okay. So now she wants to kind of change the the topic, but it it feels like this is really important. This kind of like just upping your bar for who, (laughs) what you're asking for, you know, to connect within your life and just, and when something is unacceptable, just don't give, she's like, don't give more chances. Like once someone shows you one time, one thing. Yeah. That's such that's a good it. point. Cause I will give more. I, I always give more chances. Yeah. So just like one and done. Like yeah. they, you know, yeah. I'm, and I'm not talking about someone, you know, just having a bad day, but I'm talking about when you really see certain. Yeah. When and someone even, shows you who they are, believe them. <laughs> yeah. And even if someone has a bad day, they shouldn't take it out on you. They yeah. might, they might be a little crabby, but like they should never be aimed at you. So that's coming forward. So, so, so that's really important. But now she wants to talk about, um, kind of you and, um, your sort of path and your purpose. And she shows me you with a microphone and I know obviously your podcast are doing <laughs> right that now, right microphones. now. Um, but she also shows me singing and yeah. I really get that music is a really important thing for you, um, in your path and your purpose. And she wants you to do that. She's showing me that as you allow yourself to step into that so much like opens and blossoms for you. Okay. And so, um, 
she's just really encouraging you to do that. And it looks like underneath there's some fear about that about yeah so um and one of the things that was coming for this was coming for even before I opened the channel with her today um was that she was really musical right she was yeah and on some level that you have a belief or association like if I'm too musical I'll die oh my god jeez because she because she you know yeah so um she's like I'm sorry if I planted that in you um and just ask the angels to help you clear any kind of negative associations with yeah you know this path or purpose yeah. for you and she's showing me like no that isn't gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> well, that um, guitar in the living room is hers and so one of my goals is to learn how to play it yeah so she's encouraging like yeah take, even if it's like one class a month or you know yeah. whatever just to start to take those steps um she shows your heart kind of blossoming and that it will be very healing and helpful for you um and she shows me like whatever you might feel, I know like, you know, the, the family money was lost or whatever, that you're always protected and safe. So she just wants you to know that. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just now about you kind of rebuilding yeah. to that level and much higher yeah. than, you yeah. know, what was the family money. Yeah. Do you have any questions for her? I don't know. This is so hard. I know. <laughs> just sending you so much love. And again, she's just sending you all this love yeah. and um, she just wants the best for you. How can I connect to her when um, you're not around? Okay. That's my question. She's shown me butterflies. Um, so, and I know we, you have already showed me that, you know, feathers are yeah. an indicator. So she, she's connecting and sending those yeah. um, to you. Um, music is a great way. So as you express and create more musically, like that just automatically, yeah. like because she loves music so much. Um, also different messages in music. Um like songs with the word angel, heaven, also any songs that she, that, you know, she purposely likes. Yeah. So just kind of, and you can even play those songs. Like if you know them and she'll be like, especially you yeah. know, present, but I'm getting, she's with you a lot. Okay. Um, and I know you're very psychic actually. So just learning to tap in and connect with that side of you. I'm getting, there's some fear about actually doing that, like taking psychic classes or training, but yeah. it would actually be really helpful for you. Um, yeah, the block is basically dealing with the sadness that I feel right now. I don't want to go through that every time, you know? Yeah. What they're showing me, this is coming not from your mom necessarily, but from the guides is that it's like, it's just been kind of like shoved in there. Yeah. And so as you allow yourself to feel it and process it, it's actually releasing. So it actually will feel easier and less intense as you do it. Yeah. Um, and also, um, you know, you're an empath. So it's like your own. It's also what you absorb and take on from society. And as you learn to process it, you actually absorb less mm-hmm. and it gets easier and easier. Okay. But she's energetically like sending you love and, you know, giving you a hug. And she's here so much. And um, let me see. She's, she's kind of showing me about kind of men. So let me just ask more about that. <laughs> she's just showing me like your bar for men should be so high <laughs> <laughs> you know moms are always like pretty, yeah. pretty selective for their okay Lil, we'll get to you in just a minute um but so she, that's what she wants for you she wants okay. that like you know amazing partner and she says you can have it she's like you're a gem you're <laughs> a diamond you know you're yeah. you're so like a 
star in the night sky. Like you're so beautiful and amazing. Well, good. Hold on just a minute, Lily. Um, so just see yourself that way as she sees you and just know that you can have someone who's equally as amazing as you. Like my dad and her had a great relationship issue with my dad. Yeah, I, I, I see. He shows me it felt important to talk with your mom. Like he's he's doing a lot of relaxing <laughs> on the other side. He works really hard on this side, so good. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, she's very happy, and she's. Yeah. It feels like you're at this kind of crossroads right now, mm-hmm. and so she's spending a lot of time and kind of wanting to help you. And okay, right now, yeah. Great. Um, and she says it's it's about you, but it's also about all the amazing people that you're going to help through modeling through you know showing people how to to do things okay um and so it's it feels like it's important for you as well as like just how much good you can do in the world through that shift all right so thinking patsy so much for connecting that she's again just showing me this beautiful kind of painting image and like sending you all these hearts and Mm -hmm. i'm just going to say you know if you're feeling this call to to connect with someone on the other side it's so healing and helpful because oftentimes our loved ones they have so much they want to communicate and share with us, but um, because most of us don't have training, and it's and it's also harder for us to connect with our own loved ones. Yeah, because um, so there's so many emotional blocks. Exactly, I think. Yeah. that it's just so healing, and helpful to have someone else do it. Yeah, for you. <laughs> um, and it's like helpful for them, you know, for their and and you know they once they cross over their side, they're still like working on stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so. Just felt to say that. Okay, so Lily's been um, very vocal that she... (laughs) (laughs) Lily is my beagle in case anyone doesn't know. Yeah, it's just beautiful lemon beagle. So I I also felt when... when I arrived, um, that she was like, Oh my gosh, she definitely wants to talk. So yeah, she was obsessed with you since the minute you got here. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that often happens with the animals. I do animal communication and like animals will really want to talk cause they don't get to talk very much yeah. to, <laughs> to their people. So first of all, she very much like your mom uh, was just showing me, I love you. I love you. I love you. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That makes me so happy. I always go, do you understand how much I love you? Yes. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, it's very mutual. She's so loving and appreciative of you. Um, and, just thinks you're amazing. <laughs> oh, I think you're amazing, Lily. <laughs> All right, Lily. What else do you want to share today? Yeah, she just, I, she showed this to me right away, but she loves like going out, you know, going in the car, okay, kind of yeah. going for adventures. Okay. Um, it's so funny because it, the image I'm getting is like Thelma and Louise. Like she's like, you're Thelma and Louise with her. <laughs> she's a dog, but she's still yeah. like, like we're on the road and we're doing the things. Yeah. Like we went, to, I, I, we, you know, we did the road trip across, you know, California all the way to Florida, to North Carolina. And then here oh. to Nashville, you got more to say. Okay. I'll, I'll shut up so you can talk. Just barked at Laura like, hello. But yeah, like I, I, she was in my lap the whole time and like, she was a great car partner. Yeah, we yeah. stayed in all these hotels all around the world. You know, not yeah. the world, but the U.S. You can yeah, come you up can here come if you want. Yeah. yeah, so I just invited her on in my lap. So, yeah. um, um, so anyway, she just she just really loves that kind of shared Experience. adventure time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to get her to not hit the microphone. <laughs> I know it's hard when she was in my lap. I was like, okay, you over here, microphone. Over here. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and and the other thing is, um, she's just showing me is that. You know, you you have um, you can get kind of stressed out, like taking on people's emotions and energy. And she's just encouraging you to just play more, okay. um, just relax more, um, just do things that have fun. And she and she's telling me, and I feel like your your mom this is a similar message, but like the more that you just just 
have fun, you know, do the things that bring you joy, um, that you just magnetically like attract yeah. everything that you want. Um, so just as important to know that it's like, she shows me like kind of nose to the grindstone kind of energy. Like that's not, I know I am a little bit of the hustle, but I try to be better. I've been, be- I'm better now than I used to be, but yes. Yeah. So it's, we're all, I think, like I said, our, we're, all working on shifting out of that paradigm because yeah. it's so ingrained into us from like our society and also just often from multiple past lives. Yeah. So, but anyway, she's, she's like, basically it's like, you know, mommy, you're my friend. Like she kind of feels you like you're, you're her mom, but also like you're really good friends. <laughs> we are good friends. <laughs> Which well, Lily really comes cute. over and knocks the laptop out of my hands all yeah. the time. She tries to get under it. She's like, no, me, me, me. And I'm like, okay, I'll take a break. I'll give you some yeah. attention. And then I have to go back to my work. Cause I'm like, I'm on a schedule and blah, blah, blah. And like, she knows that energy. And then I think she wants a attention and B to make me take a break. Yeah. So I'm definitely getting like, yeah, sometimes she wants to, you know, have play or whatever, but it's also like, Hey, you know, this is important for you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take a break, mom. You've been staring at that computer for way too long. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so just want you to play and like, um, just kind of enjoy, just enjoy more of what life has to offer. And then you'll just like attract, um, what is like there for you. Yeah. Um, angels and guides, anything else? And Lily, anything else you want to share? Yeah, she she just loves you so much. And then she's also showing me, similar to what your mom was showing me, which is like, she's like energetically barking at men who are not like the right thing for you. <laughs> That's funny. She barks at everyone. I got out of that huge yard and every single person and dog that walks by, she, by, she goes nuts on. And one, in kind of dog perspective, one of the things she's showing me, kind of like a wolf pack or something, is like, you only should have the alpha. And I don't think she means in like, an alpha male, not that, but more just like the best. Okay. Like don't even let the, the, not the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do your feels. Yes. Totally. And, um, only accept the best for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, Lily? Yeah. She just loves, you know, petting and affection and oh I do that all day yeah so I think yeah you know that but she's just she's just very grateful for it oh my gosh yay I love you and I'm getting she does like to go meet other dogs in a safe way so like you know dog parks where it's safe or whatever um so anyway she just enjoys that social aspect and I do get that she would like more of that yes okay (laughs) well I have a lot of um clients that I dog sit for like my friends bring over dogs a lot and then I take care of them when they're out of town and stuff so I feel like you get a lot of doggy friends yeah, she's she just, just wants she's more. just very social. That's yeah. what I'm getting. She's like a so kind of like a little social butterfly dog. So Oh, just like her mom. I wonder where she gets it yeah. from. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so that's yeah. the, the main thing. But yeah, she's just really loving and appreciative. And it was really fun to connect with her. So thank you. Thank, thank you, Lily. Thank, thank you, Lily. <laughs> awesome. Well, anything else that's on your mind or that you want to share or ask? No, I feel I, I that was like you know, a little bit heavy for me just because the emotions that come up. But now I really feel lighter. So if anyone, I just want to put that out there. If anyone's like, should I get a reading? Cause it's too hard. Cause I'm too scared about, you know, crying. If I connect to a loved one. Yeah. It might hurt, but then you feel so much fucking better. You feel uplifted. Release it. Yeah. yeah. You release that heaviness. And yeah. sometimes like, as you're experiencing it, like you're feeling that, but then it's clearing out and it's not still like especially in your heart fields yeah yeah and we do manifest from our heart the most strongly Mm -hmm. so any anything kind of pain that we're holding on to in our heart 
can impact like what we are bringing into our life yeah. as well. So yeah. I'm just sending Lee so much love and, and thanking your mom and you for connecting and Lily too. <laughs> She's a delight. Um, and I'm thinking all the angels and guides and I ask that they give very clear guidance, assistance and support to Allison, Allie, and also Lily and everything we talked about. And, and the last image I'm getting from the guys just feel to share is just like, you kind of just like taking off like a rocket or something like lots of fast growth. So it feels like you've been working on releasing and shifting and boundaries and a lot of things where you're just like, Oh my gosh, you're on the verge of just like this rapid, yeah. <laughs> you know, positive success. I do feel that. And so I appreciate that feedback. Thank you. And um, Laura, I really appreciate you connecting today. And how can any listeners connect with you if they want a reading or just to learn more about you, what you do, all that good stuff? Sure. So my website is healingpowers.net for my spiritual work. And I'm also on social media. You can find me at Instagram at laurapowers44. You can feel free to send me a DM if you want. And that's 44, the, like the numbers, the digits. Um, and that's L-A-U-R-A. And then powers, just P-O-W-E-R-S. And then I'm also on Facebook Healing Powers. Uh, and how about you? Ellen, oh, because this is also you? your podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, food Heals, Food Heals Nation, uh, at Allison Melody TV on Insta and the socials. And yeah, if you have any um, questions about food, nutrition, or anything like that, come talk to me. And if you have questions about the spiritual stuff, go talk to Laura. And between the two of us, you'll probably get the best answer we can give you. Absolutely. And Allie and I are working on some new kind of exciting travel lifestyle mm-hmm. things. We'll I'm be sharing so more. excited about that. Um, but I just wanted to give a plug to just the benefits of traveling and just connecting with like-minded, amazing people Yeah. Um, as you travel and just going out and exploring and just how you know, how wonderful it is to do that. (laughs) Well, it changes your worldview. And if you stay in the same town or the same state your whole life, you only have a certain view of the world. And I think it's so important. And if you have kids, get them out of the country, get them to states that think differently than yours, get them exposed to people with different ideas and opinions, because otherwise people get so set in their ways and then they never change and evolve. And so in order to change and evolve, I think travel is really essential to that part of ourselves. Absolutely. And we met at the Sundance Film Festival and that was amazing. Then shortly after we went to the Cannes Film Festival, we literally like traveled and like socialized and worked, co-worked and done all these things like all over the world. And it's been such an incredible, magical experience, including here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to Nashville. And I know we talked about some upcoming trips this winter. So Food Heals Nation, you might get some podcasts from across the world. I love it. Thanks so much, Allie, for talking with us and for all our spirit friends as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on your show and thank you for coming on my show. You are so welcome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for my reading too. I appreciate it. You're welcome. (laughs) Many blessings, everybody. Food Heals Nation Athletic Greens is back with a special offer for you, a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free Athletic Greens travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash foodheals. With so many stressors in our lives, it can be difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients that it needs to thrive. We have busy schedules. Sometimes we get poor sleep. Sometimes we're not exercising as much as maybe we could be. 
We have environmental factors that are beyond our control that are affecting us all of the time. Sometimes we're not getting the right nutrition or enough nutrition every day and we can be left deficient in key vitamins and nutrients that our body needs to thrive. This is where Athletic Greens can help. It is a life-changing nutritional habit. Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essential. It is one of the best and easiest and most delicious ways to get the nutrition you need into your body and start a daily routine that can become habitual, right? One tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, a multimineral, a probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, helps with digestion, and supports your healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills. And again, right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during the cooler months. They are offering Food Heals Nation a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash foodheals and join other health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every single day. Again, athleticgreens.com slash foodheals. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.